You're now tuned into the Cosmic Convos Podcast. I'm your humbled host, Herut. And I got my partner, partner in crime, uh, Brother Rye. How you doing? Peace, brother. Never better, never better. Good deal, good deal. Um, man, we, um, we're out here at uh, episode 13. Mm. It's interesting. And the topic we're going to hit today, it just kind of hit me, you know. 13 and <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get into that later um but before we move um move any move any further i want to remind you that this episode and this podcast is brought to you by push it forward media group and calaparusha astrology um you can find uh push it forward media group at push it forward on instagram that's p-u-s-h-i-t-f-w-d and you can uh, find us online as well um, at the website, pushitforward.com, spelled just like our Instagram handle. Um, Brother Rod, tell them how you can get it, um, in touch with um, Calaprusha Astrology. Uh, yeah, you can hit me up on uh, IG at Shechem Ra, or you can find me on Facebook as well on FB at uh, Shechem Ra, both the same, same, uh, same name. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So, yeah. Um, we got a, another good response. Uh, I think we got another uh, classic, you know, in the chamber with uh, last episode. Um, you know, we touched on the economy and kind of, you know, what what to expect, you know, in the in the very near future. Um, how you feel about the uh, impact of that episode? Uh, I got some good feedback from it. Definitely, um, folks are a little probably apprehensive to <laughs> really say anything because uh, nobody wants their pocket to be hurt. And you know, I've got a few few people that said some things, but uh, you know, these things uh, are uh, great to uh, really allow uh, time to tell. You know, and so. Uh, you know, time will be the test and judge of any uh, valid astrologer's predictions. You know, we always kind of sit on pins and needles, if you will, just to try to make sure that we covered all bases and make sure we dotted all our I's and crossed our, all our T's. But um, my, you know, in fact, um, I made a prediction a while ago. Everything has the chickens have come home to roost <laughs> and we'll actually talk about that today. So. Uh, but I thought it was very, very good, uh, positive feedback from those people that did speak up. Indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, um, we, we, we're going to hit some more. I mean, today's show is kind of in that same vein of things. You know, we like to, um, you know, we, we like the theory. We like to talk about, you know, you know, the celebrities and all those different things as well. But, um, you know, both of us utilize astrology. Um, in a very practical way in our daily lives, 
um, how we plan, you know, our careers and, you know, how we go about our relationships and different things like that. So um, hitting these type of topics, you know, where we get more into like, you know, the economy and different things that impact, you know, pretty much everybody that's, you know, alive in these, you know, in these spaces right now, um, you know, are, 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 are very important, you know. It's just to show the practicality of astrology. It's not just some, you know, fun, you know, party, you know, party trick, <laughs> you know, yeah, type yeah. of uh, thing that you get your astrology out and start making little predictions that's interesting and stuff like that. It's really, um, you know, a method to that madness. Um, you know, so with that in mind, um, we had another show planned today. Uh, but in in light of recent news, um, I think we, <laughs> you know, it, it, it makes more sense to really touch on this topic. Um, and I guess if um, unless you've been under a rock, um, you know, everybody is pretty much, you know, uh, very much aware that, um, you know, um, politically in the United States, um, they've decided to um, move forward with uh you know, I'm trying to impeach uh, Mr. Trump. Right. And, um, you know, I guess what was it a couple years ago? Brother Rod, you, you, you made a post, you know, uh, in this vein about this particular time based on the transit and different things like that that's going on. <laughs> yeah, brother, I did uh, in October 2017. It's on my Facebook page. You have to go back a little ways. But uh, I made some very. um stark and um quite um interesting uh predictions around uh Mr. President Trump here and not only Mr. Trump but just in general with the United States uh and what's going to happen here in the next you know or what would happen within the next few years and 85 to 90% of what I've said has come to come to pass and so, uh, you know, you all uh, definitely want to go back and read that post. I won't read it verbatim here because it's already out there and it's there for you to see. But um, I've said there would be a, I would say there would be uh, issues with uh, uh, foreign policy and with regards to trade. Well, you can clearly see that's a major thing going on right now. Um, I made uh, a prediction that uh, Trump, if he would last. Right. And everybody was saying, oh, no, he won't get impeached. Well, we're upon it's upon us. Right. Um, he's going to he I would predict that uh, if he doesn't get impeached, it's going to be hell on wheels for the next uh, six months for this individual. So, um, you know, it's definitely, you know, what I've said has come to pass without a doubt. And this is based on the chart of America as a Sagittarius ascendant. Um, I've uh, made mention of uh, it in the past uh, with regards to America being Sagittarius ascendant, and there's just so many different avenues that we could go down uh, as an as a as a show, as a video, all those things. You could just show over and over and over and over and over again how America's chart is clearly a Sagittarius ascendant, and Saturn being in that ascendant. In that first house, for those of you that don't know what ascendant and ascendant is, uh, Saturn is definitely called a lot of things out in regards to um, 
um, you know, foreign policy, trade, um, Congress. I mean, in fact, they've gone back and f- that's been they've they've been at at odds. You know, of course, and this is not no, this is nothing new. They've been at odds in the past, but they've been there's been a demarcation between them, like a line drawn in the sand, if you will. And they've been, you know, uh, Congress and Senate and so forth. That's just been a fiasco in government. And so, when you begin to use astrology uh, in the mundane sense, um, just as we did in the last show and previous shows. Um, astrology in the mundane sense is clearly applicable and clearly powerful and potent in its predictive abilities so that you can see what's happening all around you in a country and other countries. Um, So, you know, bar none, you know, when you read that post, you know, you'll definitely get an eye-opening experience. So I appreciate you bringing that up, brother, because that's definitely, you know, I got to say, I pat myself on the back for that one. That that uh, is definitely um, coming to to pass. And the other thing is, just to add in, here's the thing, y'all. If we were using tropical astrology, and let's say America was based on a tropical astrological ascendant, Capricorn would be the ascendant. And Saturn would be in Capricorn, according to tropical astrology. So the country will probably do very well at this time. It wouldn't have all of these issues with regards to trade wars and impeachments mm-hmm. and um, uh, foreign uh, issues with uh, Mexico, as I stated. Right. And of course, we've had issues, you know, had a Mexican-American war. That's nothing new. But I'm saying serious, these are serious, highlighted issues, right, when it comes to our relationship with these different um, entities and these different um, areas of governance. So, bar none, you can see it, right? You can see it. So, you know, I just say that, you know, if you can't, if you use tropical... We would be in a very powerful time. America would be in a stabilized environment. We wouldn't be talking about recessions necessarily. We wouldn't be talking about trade wars or impeachments. None of those things. So, you know, and also I use, of course, the Southern Node K2 in the first house as well. But, you know, Saturn is enough sometimes. Just that planet alone will bring heavy, heavy consequences with it's transit in any house in any sign. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. And that's, I mean, <laughs> that's, um, that's interesting to bring up, you know, that if, if, you know, we were using tropical astrology, um, we'll be looking at a totally different picture. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, and that's really, you know, that's, that's the seriousness of it. Cause in ancient times, like we touched on it in our um, very first episode, you know, um, <laughs> I mean, an astrologer was like a cabinet position, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in, 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 in leadership, you know, I mean, whoever was, you know, in, in charge at that time, astrologer was right there, right, right there with them advising a part of that advisory board, you know, um, and in modern times, it's just been kind of, you know, watered down and demoted into something else. But, um, you know, this is the you know, the true power of astrology, being able to see what's coming, 
you know? Yeah, I mean, um, and the funny thing about it is, is that you really, it's, it's, it's called occult knowledge for a reason. You know, people think occult is like, and it's like the word cult. Occult is not the same as belonging to or participating with or operating with a occult. It sounds similar, O-C-C-U-L-T, and then the word cult. Cult is part of that word, but occult, O-C-C-U-L-T, the word itself, it just means hidden. It just means hidden. It just yeah. means something that's not readily apparent to you, but it is readily apparent to those that look beyond the veil of common knowledge. And so those powers that be, I would guarantee you, if they're wise, they have a backdoor astrologer somewhere. They have somebody that they yeah. call upon. To make these, in fact, Ronald Reagan's wife, Nancy Reagan, was ridiculed, right, um, for you know making um, astrology a, a, a major part of how she influenced Ronnie Baby's influ uh, his decisions. But we must remember, yeah, the country itself is founded based on Masonic tenets and ma and masonry. Well, if you ever read yeah. the book called Morals and Dogma, there's a whole chapter. It's the 24th uh, degree called the Night of the Brazen Serpent. In that chapter, Albert Pike, the author, a 33rd and a 3rd degree Mason, a 33rd degree Mason rather, clearly states that astrology is a fundamental part of Masonic lore and knowledge. And... He also states that sidereal astrology is the real astrology, and this is in the 1800s. So, <laughs> you take into consideration that the founders of the United States are bar none astrologers or, the, or, or deal in the realm of astrology. Benjamin Franklin, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. People say Thomas Jefferson wasn't a Mason. Best believe he was. Um, he just wasn't a pro proclaimed Mason. Um, John Adams, all these people are astrologers, I mean, um, Masons. And so Masons acknowledge the power of astrology. So the country itself, the people that were founding it, occult, used occult knowledge, hidden knowledge, to found the country. So you have to wonder, at some point, did the port, did the torch get passed on and hidden by hidden means? And it's just unspoken. And it's, and it's literally um, hidden so that you wouldn't have the same powers that they have. Uh, the book I mentioned, um, The Illusion of Choice, right? Someone founded this country based on some things that we really don't understand uh, with regards to how things work. You know, every eight years, you know, Venus makes a specific, has a specific cycle, right? So... You, know, you just kind of yeah. You just had to take note and say, you know, maybe, maybe this stuff is is hidden because they don't want us to use it in our everyday life and begin to make proper decisions and see how they're influencing things, you know, behind you know behind uh, smoke and mirrors. Yeah, indeed, and I, I I think even beyond not wanting people to know, um, I think they've just created an environment 
to where people don't want to, um, you know, take the necessary steps to know, <laughs> you know, true. Instead, like it's just kind of created an environment of that. So they, they're concerned about other things and not that they don't have, you know, feel like they don't have time to, you know, dive into that because everybody's, you know, um, chasing a dollar trying to you know what i mean trying to make enemies trying to you mm-hmm. know take care of basic needs and stuff like that um no doubt. i mean and it's interesting too i mean i um not a little little off subject i was in um haiti a few years about a few years back and um they were um i spent most of my time like in the country in the rural areas of haiti and you know when i came back everybody was asking me like yo is it you know, it mass poverty and stuff like that out there. And I was like, no, nah, not really. I mean, like in, in, you know, Port-au-Prince, which is the capital, you know, you see a little bit of that. But in the country, everybody was good. I mean, like they didn't have money. <laughs> right. But I mean, most people had food, clothes and shelter. And for the most part, you know, people were working, but they, they could, you know, kind of kick back yeah. a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be, you know, be at leisure a little bit or whatnot so then i you know i people look at me crazy and say look if i was homeless i'd rather be in haiti than here <laughs> <laughs> right no doubt <laughs> you know because at the very least I, I i i could probably it's a better chance i have some food clothes and shelter um <laughs> without being on the corner haggling all day um compared to how you know kind of the the the, the environment it's set here mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. no doubt or whatnot you know yeah you know with, it, they create so. illusions all day you know and, and you know people believe one they people believe what they hear you know and and i've always be, been told believe nothing of what you hear and only half of what you see and tropical astrology is bar none right there in hand in sync with believe half of what you see because you're not even seeing you're not even looking you're actually looking at something else and so you have to look deeper you have to look you know you have to like you said you have to be there you know you have to be in that space to say wait a minute you know what that stuff they put out there is not even half true you know so you know that just shows by you know without a doubt that this knowledge you know knowledge itself is experiential right yeah when i take you out and i say okay you can't explain away something that's in your face you can explain it away when we're not looking but if i say here look at this and explain to me why you say it's one thing but I'm looking at something else. And that's when the fudgery comes in. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the fudgery. My name. That's what, Make that a cosmic you know jogging post. That's, yeah, fudgery. <laughs> you know, when you start, <laughs> that's when you start trying to blend and cut and paste and add and subtract stuff that is not there. It's, it's right in your face. Yeah. So, you know, when we use this, I mean, I could go on and on and on about how you know we could use trump's chart who we're about to discuss here very shortly he'd be a virgo ascendant he's not a- <laughs> I, 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 
I don't know about you, but <laughs> no, it, it doesn't work. It just doesn't even work. It doesn't work. It's fudgery. You know what I mean? You sitting there, he's a Spurco ascendant, and they try to say, well, no, he's really a Cancer ascendant and sidereal, so he's really Leo ascendant and tropical fudgery. <laughs> you know, but then you're gonna move more. You're gonna move Mars to Virgo. And it's like, no, man, this stuff is, it's like his Mars is in Leo in the Ascendant, right there. Ask him about his mama. <laughs> Ask him about his mama. You can look at Moon and Scorpio all day. Ask him if his daddy was rich. In the fourth house. In the fourth house, conjunct Rahu. Uh, K2. Uh, K2, excuse yeah. me. Uh, you look at the sun. Is his daddy rich? Sun is in Taurus in the 10th house. And power with money, Taurus. So I mean, like you know, come on, man. You know, it's just people. You know, it just like I said, man. People believe what they hear, and they don't even test what they see. You know, so it's the nature of the universe, right? But those of us that know, we know, and you can't even, you know. Then you you start pulling stuff down. You know, you can use chart after chart after chart. There's a guy out there named Vic Dakara. I've seen him. I've seen him. He's a master fudgerist. <laughs> master. Master fudgerist. That's a t shirt. Master. Fudgery. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, he just, he, he did uh, Albert Einstein's chart, man. Come on, y'all. It's just, it's just crazy. Albert Einstein is clearly Gemini ascendant. He's got. Issues with his education early on, second house issues. I mean, it's just, you know, 10th house has got, um, I believe, four planets in there. Um, he's got Jupiter and um, uh, Capricorn, I mean, it's Jupiter and uh, Aquarius in the, in the ninth. I mean, Moon is in Scorpio in the sixth. I mean, it just, his whole chart, Mars is in exaltation in the 8th. He's the guy that does massive amounts of research. I mean, his brain functions on a whole nother level. They've even taken Einstein's brain out of his dome yep. to research this man's brain. And they found some surprising things. Well, if you look at the chart and the Ascendant Lord, where it is, you, it shows that this man's brain... His head, first house, first lord, is in the tenth house. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's just you know what I mean. Like it just it gets far reaching when these things become. Um, and you know the wind. The thing about Victor Carr, Ernest Wilhelm, um, I think Ryan Kurzak, I think another one, Michael Reed. Another that's another one. That's like the four major people. Those are really only ones I've heard. I think I've heard a few others, but for the most part, they say that the Indians. We're wrong. They these dark skinned idiots didn't know what they were doing, and uh, they just kind of made a mistake. And the Greeks were right. Oh come on, man! It just the fudgery gets deep, man. It really does. It, it goes to the point where they really begin to believe themselves superior to people that have been doing this far longer. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's just it's amazing how. 
you know, and I'm not saying that, I mean, I, I would propose that they're doing it based on a, a subliminal or a subconscious racial superiority. But, you know, if I take you outside and look up, you can try to tell me what you want. And then, you know, we might be in the fifth dimension and, you know, it's not <laughs> what we appeared, whatever you could say. Yeah. I can see it with my own two naked eyes. And if I pull a telescope out, it's even worse. So, I mean, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it just is amazing how people go at deep lengths to, um, you know, blur the lines. But, you know, like I, I, I tell people all the time, uh, I, once I get the right coordinates, the right time, right date, right space, there's nothing you really can hide. You know, nothing you really can hide. Indeed. But uh, let's get into Mr. Trump. We'll jump on off into him for a little bit. And uh, this is the fall from power for Mr. Trump. Uh, this is really a phenomenal event to watch, family, because you really can begin to see how the predictive power of astrology is so superior to... Um, you know, I mean, it, it's an oracle in, unto itself. You know, there's different oracle systems. Astrology is an oracle, um, and it become it gives you the predictive power to see how things unfold before it, it, it's time. And you know, the number thirteen is directly connected to Saturn. Yeah, and you know, Saturn is the is the hour hand on the clock. You know, here's the hour hand. You know, when we say, what time is it? You have a minute hand. The minute hand would be like Jupiter, right? Because Jupiter takes 12 years, 11.86 11 years, and we round it to 12, right? To make a full transit or, or circuit around the sun through all the constellations and all, all the zodiac signs. Well, Saturn takes 28 really 29 years, right, almost 30, to make a full transit around the sun. So Jupiter would be like the hour hand, but Saturn, I mean, excuse me, Jupiter would be like the minute hand, but Saturn is definitely what hour it is, what time it is. Yeah. And so, you know, um, I predict, right, and have predicted that uh, the hour hand, the hour upon us is... Um, you know, Mr. Donald J. Trump is about to um, be removed from office. Now, here's the thing. You know, Bill Clinton was impeached, too. He was impeached. If yeah. you look at his record, it says impeachment, but he served his full term. Right. So, you know, when we say impeachment, we a lot of people think Nixon type impeachment. Right. Um, where he was removed from office and Lyndon B. Johnson, you know, took over. Um, but no, uh, impeachment in the recent, more recent times, it's just a blemish on your, your record. You know, it's like a bad mark on your report card. But mm -hmm. they don't necessarily remove you from power. Then you got to understand we're coming up on an election within the next less, almost uh, a year from now. Right? Yeah. So, for all intents and purposes, you know, Trump, you know, being impeached won't change 
the, the tone of the country unless they impeach him swiftly, right? And this and this whole um, fiasco and uh, committee was going to take some time to really go through and you know get the records, the phone records, the transcripts, and all that kind of stuff. It's going to take time. It's not going to be um, you know swift with Lyndon B, um, with um, Lyndon B. Johnson with Nixon. It was very swift. Right. Um, and we lived in a different time. Right. We lived in a very different era. Uh, we were at war. Um, the, VM, we were, uh, the Vietnam War was about around us at that time. And so civil rights was around at that time. Very unstable country uh, during that period of time. So um, rightfully so, you know, America quickly removed Nixon. In fact, had they not, it probably would have been some serious revolting because at that time, people did revolt. Yeah. <laughs> now, everybody's scared, you know. People are scared to do that. Like, you know, the powers that be, man, have got a foothold on the people. You know, they got a foot on foot, got a foot on foot on neck squad for real. You know, people are scared to revolt. People are scared to go against the powers that be. You know, so and the technology is changing such that if you mention anything on your phone, you know, Siri is always listening. You know, yeah. um, you know, your computer is always listening. Your TV listens. Now we have called so-called smart TVs, smartphones, you know, your car, people driving their cars and, you know, all these things. These devices are are tuned in to, you know, the government and they might be listening now, you know, who knows. Right. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, but for all intents and purposes, you know, revolts are, you know, are controlled. And in fact, they're even created to to create control. Right. Um, there was a few was a, a few years back, a big movement. Um, what's the name of that movement? Um, uh, they were sitting in on different stuff. I can't remember the name of it. It fizzled out. It disappeared. Right. Uh, um, Occupy Wall Street. Yeah, yeah, that that disappeared. What happened to that? Right, but they do have revolts around the world. You never hear about the yellow coats in France. Mm -hmm. You don't hear about that. That's not major news here. It's major news on the internet if you listen and watch. But yeah, that I mean, they, these things are controlled, right? So, you know, at that time, impeachment, you couldn't control the powers. You could the powers that be couldn't control people like they do now. You know, so when we see an impeachment now, it's not going to be, you know, if it is, it would be very surprising, but it won't be an impeachment where I would have predict the person or Donald Trump will be removed from power. He just would get a bad mark on his record and wouldn't be allowed back to play. Yeah. Right. Which will then also create a whole new cascade of events and that another party for the another individual for the Republican Party is up for selection not election but for selection the selection process then these things are orchestrated they've been knowing what trump has been doing they've been knowing the powers that be they're not they're not stupid right they have money upon money to watch these things and push buttons and pull strings you know people say oh well trump's got money so he wasn't no this stuff has all been orchestrated all this stuff has been pre-planned, pre-ordained, pre-chosen. That's why politics is politics, right? Yeah. It's not real, right? It's a illusion. It's a, uh, what do you call it? A reality TV show, right? Yeah. At best. So, but we can talk about the reality TV show because guess what? Even the reality TV show has to answer to a higher power. And so, 
good old Trump is in his Jupiter Dasha period, right? Um, he's in a Jupiter Saturn Dasha period, ironically, right? Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, that Jupiter Saturn Dasha period, right? is calling forth good old Saturn to play into the equation, right, of how this thing is playing out. And so, um, you know, with that, when you see the primarily the Jupiter period, you know, Jupiter is not all good for everybody and it's not all good all the time. It's a period, you know, depending on the houses that it rules, the placement of the chart, the sign is placed in the house's place. If it's retrograde, then his house in his chart, excuse me, it rules the fifth and the eighth house. And the eighth house has power over the fifth when it comes to Leo ascendant. So eighth houses change transform, transformation in sudden events. Yeah. Right. Here we go. Right. Now, here's the funny thing, right? Everything comes in twos, sometimes threes, sometimes fours, depending on how you look at it. But at least we know things come in twos. Well, the fifth house, which is what Jupiter rules in a Leo ascendant for Trump, the fifth house, right, is if you count from the tenth house. Now, the tenth house is the house of power. It's the house of, it's the height. It's the tenth house is the house over all of us, right? It's it's directly above, right? It represents the height of power, right? Well, if you count from the 10th house to the 5th house, and remember, the 5th house, and some of you may or may not know, is called a trinal house. Trinal houses are the houses that are the support for a chart, right? One, five, and nine, right? Particularly five and nine. So the fifth house and the ninth house are supposed to be houses that are beneficial, that supposedly can do no harm, right? But as I said, things come in twos. So if you count from the tenth house, and this is a technique called Bavat Bavam, and we use it to literally see within the matrix of a chart. So one house has 12 other meanings. Right, minimum, yeah. right, not just that house. So the fifth house, counting from the tenth house, is the eighth house away from the tenth. So the eighth house is a house that deals with transformation, sudden events, falls, if you will. So not only is Jupiter ruling the eighth house, the actual eighth house of his chart, it's also ruling the fifth house, which literally, literally means fall from power. Hmm. Literally. Right. So <laughs> change, sudden change, sudden events. Right. And through fall from power. Right. That's how you would read that Dasha in general, in general terms. Jupiter rules, again, the eighth house, which is transformation. Right. And it also rules the fifth house, which is the eighth from the tenth. So that means literally this man's timing period, the whole 16 years of a Jupiter Dasha period is going to be him learning the transformation of how to of how of how how it feels and how it uh, moves when he's removed from power. Yeah, right. So 
we got to look at Jupiter and its transit. Actually, Jupiter is placed in its second house retrograde at 24 degrees Virgo, right? Virgo is not a great sign for Jupiter. It's the actual opposite sign that it rules. Well, it's in the opposite sign from where it rules, right? Pisces is the opposite sign from Virgo. So it's already at a loss of power in Virgo, right? So again, showing that this particular period of time is going to be one that is not going to be so palatable and height-oriented, right? Because Jupiter is in a position that is compromised in his chart. Yeah. Right. So that's point one. We can see Jupiter Dasha, right? And now we add into the equation Saturn, right? Saturn is in good old Trump's 12th house, right on the cusp at zero degrees, almost in the 11th. So you could almost say it's almost it's almost four houses away, but it's technically three houses away. So it creates what's called a square or a sextile in astrological terms. Sextile is not so bad, but you know, squares are not so good. So it's almost like damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of process. It's kind of half and half with that Jupiter, Saturn. And Saturn is what's called the Bukti or the Subdasha, the second. It's what modifies the major Dasha, period. Yeah. So Saturn, right? Jupiter, Saturn, and Saturn is in uh, Cancer. Again, not placed so well. Right? And guess what? The 12th house where Saturn is actually at zero degrees is a house of loss. Yeah. It's the house of loss. So we can show transformation through a fall from power, right? Right? And at the same time, Saturn showing, right, that this period is going to teach him the lessons of letting go. Right? The twelfth house is the house of foreign powers as well. Foreign ish foreign power. This is where he's getting caught up, y'all. Foreign <laughs> issues, not domestic. <laughs> Foreign. Foreign. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it's, it's perfectly organized, and this is happening before your very eyes. Now, I haven't even mentioned anything other than just the Dasha periods. The Dasha periods kind of provide the tone of what's happening in a person's life or in, in a nation's life, too. I haven't even gone, as I, I'm not going to mention the United States of America because I've already made the prediction in the article on my Facebook page, and you can go back to October 12th, you'll see it. It's pretty lengthy. Um, we'll share it. In fact, we'll, we'll share, share it. it. There you go. Definitely. Cosmic definitely. Definitely. Um, so it's there. I've already covered that base. I'm covering an individual's base to reiterate what was covered in the countries. And so Jupiter right now. As we speak. Now, when we look at a chart, we're going to say, okay, well, hmm, here's the Dasha period. We know he's being transformed through a loss of power by foreign, by, by foreign entities or a relationship with foreign entities. And he's having me let go. He had, he's having some loss. Self-undoing is also the 12th house. <laughs> this man did it himself, right? To himself, right? So Saturn, um, excuse me, Jupiter, sorry. 
because we're going to look at the Dasha Lord and you look at the Dasha Lord in light of the transits as it's moving. So the Lord that's ruling the Dasha or the life chapter, Dasha's are life chapters. You know, there's the chapter of life that you're in. Everybody yeah. has a different chapter in each, you know, your whole chart is your book of life, right? Where your book of life has different chapters. This chapter is the fall from power. <laughs> amongst other things, right? But nonetheless, right? Um, it's Jupiter is in Sagittarius. Excuse me, Jupiter is in um, Scorpio right now, right? And so Jupiter, in relation to the natal chart, right? It's in a sextile position, but very soon within. The, by the end, uh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, by the end of the year, right, is going to move out of Scorpio, right, into Sagittarius. Now, here's the thing: Natal, his uh, his transiting Jupiter is conjunct K two, which is the planet of sudden, unexpected events. I mean, it literally, it's the planet of losing your head. Things that are going haywire. Right? So Jupiter, which rules the Dasha, is going to line up in a square position. And at the same time, it's also, it's at the point at which it's transiting or conjuncting K2 in his fourth house. <laughs> so literally, things are going haywire in this Jupiter Dasha period. This is how you begin to kind of merge all of it together to get a consensus of what's going on. We call it confluence in a chart. And you can only read something to manifest if you have at least three factors to manifest it. It's because a shape only takes place when there's three points. Which is the first, which is called a triangle, right? Yeah. That's what confluence means. Three or more points where something begins to take shape. One point, no. Two points, no. Three points, there's something there. It's a pattern, right? So and that's just life, right? Anything that happens in threes, there's a pattern. Something's manifesting. They say had things happen in threes. Well, astrology is no different. So we look at it. Here's the here's there's threes, and we're gonna go further than three, right? <laughs> right, but there's something happening. So Jupiter is literally right in Scorpio, right, transiting his fourth house conjunct K, his natal K two, his natal southern node. Things are going haywire in in his heart, in his peace of mind. That it's it's no longer it's not there. He's making a front yeah. of this, but trust me, that man is like, man, I, I've got issues. He's not sleeping well <laughs> at night, trust me. Right, so yeah. this is another point, right? So now we've got all these things leading up to a Jupiter, which is the Dasha Lord, conjunct his natal K2, and it's also conjunct a debilitated moon, right? Things are going haywire in his life. And the moon rules the 12th house, which is lost. Right? So here's, again, more themes, more add-ins, more layers to this manifestation of an impeachment moving deeper into that. Right? Now we're going to talk about Saturn, which is the sublord of the Bukti. Right? So we're in Saturn. It's in Sagittarius. 
sidereally, all of this is sidereally speaking, right? It's in Sagittarius. Well, guess what? It's in the fifth house. It's in the fifth house. <laughs> so, again, eight from the tenth is the fifth. So, Saturn is calling forth the fall from power right before your eyes. And Saturn is squared his natal Jupiter. Squared means, you know what squared means? Squared means you're cornered in. You know, a square is a corner. Yeah. Right? Opposition and squared are the two challenging, along with what's called a quincunx. That's a whole nother topic, right? A 6-8 position, 150 to 210 degrees square, uh, 210 degrees positioning, right? But because this stuff is geometry too, but I'm sorry, not, not 150 degrees. Um, I apologize, folks. I'll come back with the right numbers on that. But a 6-8 position where the planet is in six houses or eight houses away, which is called a quincunx. However, um, in light of what's going on, Saturn is literally at uh, 19 degrees Sagittarius. His Jupiter is natally at 24 degrees. So within five degrees, it's going to have an exact square. In fact, it's squaring it right now. We consider it a square within, you know, I would say five degrees. Some people say three. I say five. So between 19 degrees and 24 degrees is five degrees, right? Math, right? So it's literally approaching the exact squared degree. So when that happens, here coming up in the next couple of months, you're going to see even more troubles coming deeper, more, you know, he's going to be cornered in. That's what a square does. It corners you in. It forces you into a position, right? Now. It's going to move. It's moving into the fifth. It's into the fifth house. It's going to move right on out. And in Jul uh, January, right around January 18th, it'll be 29 degrees Sagittarius. It's going to be moving right into Capricorn. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, right into Capricorn. It's going to be in direct opposition to his natal Saturn at zero degrees. Yeah. Cancer. <laughs> so within. Between now and February, watch. Watch. Watch how it becomes tighter and tighter. And that, that square pops after the 24th degree. And then after the pop happens, then it's going to become right into opposition to his natal Saturn. That means it's going to be trouble in the Trump Tower. <laughs> right? That opposition of Saturn on Saturn is going to create a pressure point. And then after that pressure point, pressure has to be released. So that's when I would foresee that the true in, um, inquisition will happen with regards to this whole impeachment process. They will have enough to go off of to either make a decision to move forward or to do something where they, he has some type of penalty against him. Yeah. Now, 
adding in further. Now we just moved, we just touched on the Jupiter, Saturn, the planets that are actually the Dasha and the Dasha and the the the, the Lord of the Dasha, the Lord of the Life chapter, and the then the the other sub chapter that's within that chapter. So we've got that covered. I haven't even thrown other things in, which is going to even add in further. So Rahu is conjuncting Mercury in his natal chart. His Mercury's at 15 degrees. Rahu's at 19 degrees. Rahu moves backwards into a chart, so it's going to also approach the 11th house. And, the, and K2 is simultaneously in the 5th house of the house of fall. And it's going to move backward into his 4th house at some point within the next year. And then begin to conjunct his moon and natal so it's going to have a nodal return is what they call it, right? And nodal returns are shifts in consciousness. They're portals. They're windows to new, new realities in a person's life, good or bad. So, and I would say on the negative side, because he's already got a debilitated moon, right? Sitting right with that, with that. That that K2 of that southern known in his fourth house. So as this begins to approach those particular points in time, you're going to begin to see this thing get tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. And you'll see Trump move right on out the way. Even if he finishes his term, Trump will be a thing of the past. His power will have completely be, been vanquished. Right? That's what you're seeing in essence. And so. I add into that that this man has what's called a Kalsarpa Yoga. Now, it is technically, yeah. <laughs> and you know what Kalsarpa Yogas do, right? They raise you to heights <laughs> and they drop you to the ground from a skyscraper. And he's in Trump. He owns Trump Tower, right? Skyscraper. So, I mean, like, literally, I mean, figuratively speaking, really. You know, this man has been raised to a height. No one know, no one thought he could get to be a, become president, and he did. Right? He did. I even yeah. doubt. I'm like, really? You know what I mean? But remember, these people are... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. These people are selected. I mean, you can clearly see this is a selection process. For Trump, Donald Trump, to be in office, you got to wonder sometimes and question the system that you're living in as if it's like people really believe in politics and i'm like you're wasting your time you're wasting your time this is not something you are going to be able to influence and people say local elections local elections might be a little different but the major major power horses in this country they're 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 selected not elected you know um what i was going to say um, that that imagery it's it's like um, you know that's what like a hawk and eagles do right they like pick up their prey fly them up real high in the air and then drop them mm. <laughs> and then <Wow>. go eat them <laughs> wow 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 yeah that's killer right there and the thing is is you know saturn you know it waits man it waits it waits and it waits and it waits and it waits and it's like you know what you think the grim reaper ain't coming for you you know none of us believe we're gonna die 
We truly don't. Those of us that are living, you know, to have the ability to foresee your death is a very stark reality. Most people don't see it. We believe we do. Now, I've even done my own death time and date. I know when I'm going to check out and I'm quite comfortable with it. I'm not advising anyone to do it, but it's a stark reality that the human mind doesn't accept. The other thing that we don't accept is our are usually our fall from a very high position of, of authority. We don't want to see it, especially for individuals that are more like Trump, Leo yeah. ascendant, boisterous, doesn't want to listen to anybody, stubborn to a fault. Mars is in the ascendant. Moon is in Scorpio, squared, squared Mars with conjunct uh, the southern node. I mean, it's insane. So this man literally is about to receive a shock, right? So that he can wake up. It's called a wake-up call. We all know as Osirians what those are, right? And the planet of wake-up calls, well, <laughs> it's Saturn, right? Wake up from the illusion that you're in power. Wake up from the illusion that you run things. You only run things to a point. The supreme being runs all things. And you think you can backdoor things to a 12th house through talking to foreign powers and it's not going to be exposed. <laughs> yeah. They were, it, that's why it says Saturn waits and waits and waits. And he had a lot of opportunity, a lot of, a lot of things that could possibly come to have removed him and they didn't. But now the gig is up, and you can see Saturn, you can see K2, you can see them moving into position to create the pop. And when that pop comes, you'll see next year the results of this Saturn completing the process during his opposition in the sixth house, in his, in his sixth house in Capricorn. So, you know, this is how you begin to see a, pa a fall from power. This is how you begin to truly see. You know, because a call Sarpa Yoga is when all the planets are considered in the dragon's belly, in the you know in the mouth of the dragon, and so he has that in his chart, and it creates. I mean, this man has been in debt, got out of debt, and the rich's debt is completely different from our debt. Their debt is never truly debt, but he's just ruined companies. I mean, it's amazing that this call Serpa Yoga is really producing this in his life. But this is a time when the world will be able to see the true power of what these yogas and these ancient sciences were the power that they have, you know, to, to really to forecast and to see, you know, things that happen in the world at large. You know, so that's those those factors on my hand. There's more, right? We won't be here forever to get into all of the nuances of each one of these particular placements. But for for the most part, this is why you're seeing this particular event happen. <laughs> Indeed. And um, I just wanted to add uh, for the listeners, just to put in context, um, another uh uh, interesting character that has that same, you know, Kalsapur yoga is uh, Alester Crowley. <laughs> mm, and the, the beast. Mm. Yeah. 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 Very, very interesting. Um, people have that <laughs> to say. They do. The least. They're very interesting to say yeah. the least. They are very interesting. Um, and it's just, you know, it, it, it goes back to the fact that this stuff is a science and an art. 
you know. Um, and there's things that, uh, you know, if I looked at it from the moon's position, that's a whole nother conversation that we are not going to get into now. But we look at it from the ascendant. Because the physical world is the ascendant for an individual. Things that are tangible, touchable, tasteable, smellable, realizable. But the moon is also another ascendant. And I can guarantee you if we looked at it from that, we would also see it in a deeper, more emotional and more um, heartfelt way of how he's interpreting this reality. Right? Because the Leo ascendant is able to put on a facade so that we can only see, but to, to know how he feels about it, it's a whole nother level. And trust me, it's there as well, because Saturn is really putting the pressure on. And that moon being in Scorpio, right? Well, in Scorpio, the ninth house is the house of the Supreme Being. Well, in Scorpio, Cancer is the ninth house from the Supreme. So Saturn is there. So trust me, you think this man does not have some type of relationship with a higher power or forces that be. He's asking himself some very prudent questions on why me? Why now? Why do I got to go through this? Right? Yeah. So, you know, that's a whole nother level, a whole nother show at some point we may be able to do is, you know, reading things from the moon, not just from the ascending, because the moon itself is how we feel, how we filter reality, how we interpret something that might be going on around us, even though the ascendant is also a level of interpretation as well. Indeed, man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, it's heavy duty right there. Heavy duty. Um, so um, what I wanted to ask, so what, I mean, just, you know, off of um, your perspective, you know, how do you think that's um, that's going to impact um, the country or even, you know, the world at large, that that whole, you know, downfall for um, that Trump is uh, on schedule to experience? Mm, good question. Uh, you know, different strokes for different folks, you know, um, what's always good for the goose ain't always good for the gander. <laughs> you know and um some folks will be you know you'll have your trump supporters you know they'll always have individuals that will you know rally up and try to say you know for whatever for all intents and purposes for whatever reason oh it's not true or you know this is a uh 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 the powers are trying to, you know, snuff out, you know, truth and justice. And you're going to have people that are going to rally and and be rejoiceful and thankful, you know, that this is going to shift. But remember, we talked about remember, we talked about what happens when the recession comes and the vacuum that might be created in this next election. You know, it's good to have an opponent that you're used to because then you know how to fight. Yeah. But when you don't have an opponent that you're used to or you don't even know who the opponent is. That creates a vacuum and that creates and nature abhors a vacuum. <laughs> nature abhors empty. There's no such thing as empty space. Right. Everything has something in it. Every space has something, even though you can't perceive it. So, you know, it's like. 
seriously, it's going to change the tone of the election. It's going to change the tone of the finance finance world. It's going to change the tone of a lot of different things with regards to the pulse of the nation. And that's that Saturn K2 in the ascendant. So you're going to see, and I, like I said, I predict when 2021 comes around, because remember, this thing still has to fizzle out. It has to pan out. They have to decide what the whole process of this. It's not going to be overnight. Even when it pops. It's still Saturn still moves slow, right? So it's still going to take time to manifest and, mind, and wind up. But when it's done, when the elections come, he won't even be a potential anything in part of the conversation as a candidate, let alone be president if, he, if they decide to allow him to continue in office, which they may, which will allow the financial market and things to kind of stay stable and quote, because once you have a shift of powers like that, it, it, you know, Mike Pence coming in office. I mean, if he did get in office, it would be for a blip, but what you'll find is that Mike Pence might be the next individual on the Republican card so that now he has a leg in and he can play chess, not checkers. So, it's going to be, it's, 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 it's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of moving parts, but, you know, for the most part, uh, when the process is ensued and it's been done, uh, you're going to have another split in the nation, but you'll be, f you'll be surprised. It may be more people that are thankful than, than not that this whole thing is kind of over with and that we're moving on to another page because Saturn will be in Capricorn, right? And Jupiter will have moved into Sagittarius. And that Jupiter in the Sagittarius, it will be a NATO opposition at, in Jupiter's, in the America's chart. But, but Saturn in, in Sagittarius also is like a renewal because it's in its own sign. So the nation will have a whole new approach. And we are in a Pluto return, which takes 248 years. <laughs> now, in mundane astrology, that works. Natal astrology doesn't work. Sorry, y'all. All the natal, Pluto, Neptune, <laughs> doesn't work, right? Doesn't work. It has to very, have a very, very tight, tight degree. I'm talking about literally, they have to have literal, I'm, I'm going to say less than one degree arc. Right, one degree we call it an orb, right? But it has to be less than one degree for me to really work. Yeah, and I'm talking about Pluto and Neptune. Uranus is a little different. Uranus is kind of a mix, but we can do that in another class. Talking about the external, well, not class, but another podcast. Talk about the external planets and how they might work in mundane astrology or NATO. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> but you know, there's definitely change at hand and. Pluto takes 21 years to um, to shift a sign, right? So, you know, give or take, you know, it's it's a slow moving. It's so slow. It's, it's way slower than you know Saturn. So, you know, the the changes of this country are definitely in hand. But it, it's 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 major because it's a major. It's a large operation, but it's also still very slow. And sometimes not so readily perceptible, but it, there is change coming. And Jupiter in the ascendant, Saturn in the second, definitely is going to be um, be a new hand 
you know, to be played in America. So that's what I really see as the major impacts of this is one, uh, you know, if he stays in office, it'll stabilize the financial market somewhat. But then when the new president uh, elect has been selected, then you're going to have a whole different purview on the financial market as well. And then also uh, the world at large will feel some relief (laughs) as well. Because they really, you know, the whole trade war with China, that's him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's basically Trump. So these things will shift. But, you know, like, you you know, like, you know, when you shift the guard, so to speak, you know, that's when things come in. That's when you try to attack. That's when you try to implement change. Because, you know, then it's at its weakest. So it's going to be quite an interesting next 12 months. Let's say that. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, yeah, I think we, um, you know, pretty much sliced that one up. Well, now you got yeah. you got any other points that you wanted to hit on that one? Nah, man, I'm straight. I think that one is straight as an arrow. Just check out on the Cosmic Combo, uh, the prediction. Uh, read it. You know, take a look. Go back. Look at news articles. That's how you begin to vet the prediction. Is looking news articles. Um, you know, put in trade complications in in USA, and you'll see it all kinds of stuff pop up. Seventh house is trade, right? Um, seventh house is business. Seventh house is foreign policy. There's four four planets in America's seventh house. It's this country is about big business, you know. So you know you can see those things, right? Look up uh, issues. Or uh, problems with America, with U.S. Uh, USA, uh, Mexico relations for the past three years, you know, or two years, you'll see, boom, right? Article after article after article after article. In fact, we even had a big fiasco. I mean, look at things like this: Trump tried to build a wall, never got it done, <laughs> right? But that was the talk of the town, right? That was the that was the pulse of the nation. Is that there's a wall? Well. Remember recently when we had this whole event where they were all these people from, uh, I don't know, was it was not Panama, um, another country. I don't know how to say Honduras, but it was another country where the, all these uh, Latin Americans or you know, Native, for the most part, you know, people that were close, they came through Mexico and they were trying to get into the border. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's Jupiter in the yeah. 12th house. Boom. Mm-hmm. Right. They send the Lord in the 12th house with uh, issues with, you know, backyard problems, foreign powers, foreign issues. So, you know, all this stuff you'll see. Right. You'll see it all. Right. And so that's why uh, you can use Google. You can you know search news articles and then see see if the prediction has come true. And like I said, I I was even sitting there twiddling my thumbs. I'm like, come on, y'all. You know this stuff is gonna gonna pop off. Is the impeachment coming? Here it is. <laughs> so <laughs> you know the article mentions that as well. So yeah, definitely take a look at the article. Uh, you know, vet it through the art, through, vet it through news articles and um, the current times, and uh, see for yourself. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. I think I think uh, people are really going to. Um, you know, enjoy this one, especially in light of, you know, it, it being, you know, um, happening right now in front of us. Um, 
one thing again i want to remind everybody that uh this episode was brought to you by push it for media group and calaprusha astrology um you know follow us both um you know at shekham for calaprusha with brother rye and um at push it forward on instagram and um you know check the podcast out on youtube um and all the major platforms um and you know send us your suggestions you know you got you know a particular topic or something in mind that you want to hear something about let us know you know and we'll definitely uh you know consider it you know indeed um brother why you got anything that you want to uh talk about or plug before we wrap it up uh no nah, if you um have any requests or anything like that you can definitely hit me up on uh at ig or shekamra on facebook but you can also uh hit me up at kalaparusha astrology uh at gmail.com that's an address email address that's available for the people if you just want to shoot me out an email ask me a question um, you know, shoot me information that might be popping up if you're trying to learn a technique or something like that, or learn um, uh, a yoga or anything like that. Uh, it's kind of better to hit me up on Gmail through that Akala Purusha Astrology at Gmail um, uh, email because you can email stuff a little bit better there uh, versus, you know, IG and versus Facebook. Uh, you can actually send me, you know, files. We can exchange data that way. So that's just another way for the people to get in contact with me. Again, it's astrology at gmail.com. Indeed, indeed. So, um, yeah, so we uh, we thank you all for tuning in. Um, make sure you, you know, subscribe on whichever um, podcast platform you um, listen to your podcast on. Um, listen to this podcast on. And, um, you know, we... Um, We'll be here, right here, same time next week. All right? We're out. Peace. Peace.